six Welcome, Revelers. This is RBL, right versus left. The left is evil. I'm Rob B. And, and I'm, me, as always. And I'm Brad Lee. And I'm Brian G. And we're here. We're talking about the things that the left is trying to do in this country. Uh, we want to make sure that uh, everything's out there and you get a perspective from normal people. Um, so we can make sure that everybody sees that left the left is evil. Is evil. evil. <laughs> <laughs> For today's topic, uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, kick it to Brian here. Uh, what are we going to be talking about today? Well, today we will be talking about the education system and how it's been politicized to brainwash our the next generations to to their beliefs. All right, I'm interested to see what you have to say on it because I know I've got a lot to say. So go ahead and kick it off. Oh, Rob, I always know you have a lot to say. <laughs> getting him to shut up, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, shut up. I've, I've known him for a long time. I've never heard him shut up yet. There right? is no mute button. There is like, no mute button for Rob. He's like Donkey from Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> donkey from Shrek. That's great. Wow. <laughs> Except a little worse. <laughs> Layers. It's like a highly educated donkey from Shrek that just keeps wanting to talk and talk and talk. <laughs> Says Shrek. And, and <laughs> never, you, and never listen. <laughs> oh, hey, I'm not Fiona. Accent. I don't care what you say. Don't you dare call me Fiona. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, oh, Lord Porklot. Oh, come on. I'm taller than that, but I, I know that. <laughs> Fiona. All right, Brian. So go ahead, go ahead and kick it off. Obviously, we've been Shrek movies. Yeah. How many did they make? 33 what? and a third. <laughs> what? This ain't Naked Gun. <laughs> All right, Brian. Right. Body condom. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> We're just gonna go off on movie references this whole time. That's great. I love the education system. (laughs) All right. So anyway, um, I I hope our I hope our uh, listeners are laughing. (laughs) Anyway, go ahead ahead with what you wanted to uh, start off with. Anyway, as we've known from the at least from the '60s, uh, the the left has been you know trying to revolutionize the political system in the in the US going more towards a socialist communist regime where you take money from the rich give it to the poor basically taking money from people that busted their ass and worked for it and they were trying different ways to do it and finally they came up with the solution start with our youngest start with the kids and the way you do that is by hitting their brains early in the elementary system even and moving up from there so by starting brainwashing by getting professors and teachers into the system that think more along a political mentality rather than just wanting to educate in math science reading uh, languages you have teachers that want to they do want to teach and i believe there are wonderful teachers out there but a lot of them have their ideals and they believe that if you don't believe the same way they do then you're wrong and they will teach your kids to believe the same way they do. It's something that's been happening that they really sixties and really have picked up since then. Uh, Because of the pandemic, the last two years, uh, it's really opened up a lot of people's eyes to it uh, because they've been forced to help with their kids education at home and really shown a lot of what the left, uh, uh, educational system has been doing right so um i think it goes back way further than the 60s though i think oh i agree uh, uh it like so after like 1917 with the uh uh bolshevik revolution in uh russia and the formation of the soviet union they were immediately like going after the U.S. and figuring out ways to get into the U.S. society. Uh, I mean, that's why they had the Sedition Act in 1918. Yeah. uh, Because they immediately recognized the threat. 
which kind of actually adds a, a another like aspect to this. Uh, the Sedition Act has mostly been considered uh, unconstitutional because of um, free, but obviously it's being abused. And it uh, since schools are a government institution, I think there are some more firm lines that need to be put in there as far as what's taught. But um, it, it never slowed down. I mean, it ended up going on to the Palmer raids in the twenties, yeah, um, and then. Uh, what after uh, executive order uh, 9835, the loyalty order uh, by Truman uh, later in the 50s. And then, of course, you know, the McCarthy Commission. Um, what what was that? 38, something like that. Uh, yeah, it was right around there just before World War Two. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then, like, there is a whole like uh, list of people that were like blacklisted. Um, that was what right. the fifties. Yeah, uh, yeah, in the forties and fifties, like Pete Seeger and yeah. uh, Orson Welles and Lena <laughs> Horn. So, um, I mean, there were like some really like big names going for it, but yeah. um, and, and a lot of it, especially as you got into the thirties, and I think it's part of what spurred the uh, the Mar- McCarthy uh inquest uh was uh the fact that like throughout the 20s uh communists from around europe kept meeting and like having these big com interns and uh i've mentioned it in other podcasts like the 1929 com intern uh they talked about ways that they could infiltrate uh the united states um obviously the 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 elitists never think that they'll be victims of a communist revolution even though they yeah. invariably are because they have the most to take away and give give to other people but they still always fall in line for some reason um but the two main strategies that came out of the 1929 com intern was the education system take over the college and start training activists uh and socialists um to the point we even have one university here reed college was yeah. founded as a communist institution on their uni- official university seal. It says communism, atheism, and free love. Um, and yet, how many millions of dollars worth of, you know, government grant money do they get uh, paying them to teach the next generation of socialists that hate our country? Well, Rob, what's so, the best way to take down a country as powerful as, as the U.S.? <clears throat> destroy its past so you don't have so it, you don't feel that it's an amazing wonderful country take out its by taking out its history <clears throat> and they do that by you know the education system teaching people that well your your past they might have done some great things but they were evil people they don't look at the good things they've done look at who they are and they were evil so we must erase them and get rid of them because they shouldn't be there because they're they were horrible horrible people instead of looking at their wonderful deeds and the wonderful things they did and trying to put it in context to the time of period that it was in, in history and compared to the rest of the world, they they're trying to compare people from 200 years ago, from a hundred years ago to people today. It, it, it's just wrong. I remember when I was the first time I experienced it was in elementary school. And one of my teachers was trying to teach history and she was teaching uh, the civil war history and her argument was that the Civil War had nothing to do with slavery, that it was not fought because of slavery and that the right was not trying to free the slaves. It was just a side effect of the Civil War that the, the slaves were freed, which is total BS. The Civil War, the primary reason the Civil War was fought was because of slavery, because the South thought the North was going to eliminate slavery, which the North did want slavery gone. But the union was more important to them at that time. They figured if they would leave it alone and keep the ex- from it expanding into the new states, that it would eventually disappear without the country falling apart and going to civil war. But the South didn't see it that way. The South said, you know what? The North is trying to destroy it. We want to keep it here and we're going to break off from the rest of the country. So you can't do that to us. So even back when I was back in the eighties, when I was in elementary school, early eighties, they were already trying to change history to show their narrative. That's weird. Cause when I was in 
when I went to school, they made us watch that movie. Uh, what was it? Glory. Yeah. The, the first black regiment. And yeah, it was all about slavery. No, and, and that and most teachers were teaching that way. But I had a teacher that was trying to teach us that sla- that it was not over slavery. Okay, I've had, had some amazing teachers. Teacher. So you had you had a progressive teacher. Oh yeah, I'm sure I did. Trying to indoctrinate you into the whole 1619 project. Well, there, there. Okay, so there, there is like through my reading, there is some, and no, I, I'm not talking about the 1619 project. Um, there is, <laughs> there is some truth to that. Um, the argument declared <clears throat> intention of the states that seceded from the union was to maintain their sovereignty rights because the United States were supposed to be a com- conglomeration, yeah. a federation of independent states. They are. The federal government was impeding upon their rights. Because of what, what rights? The primary thing the, there was the, slavery. The, the rights to right. own humans as property. Yeah. <laughs> slavery was the key right that they were afraid yeah. of losing. Um, well, and because was- the, as, the U, as the U.S. was expanding west one of the arguments in the in the house and the senate was how do we prevent slavery from expanding into those new territories and the south was arguing that they wanted it to expand the north was arguing that we don't want it to expand right yeah and and, and that was and that was actually one of the key sticking points that uh triggered it now on yeah. the north on the north side when they started the war um, well, I mean, I guess technically the South started the war, right? They did when they succeeded from the Union, yes. No, no, no. I mean, they were the first ones to launch an attack on a Union Yeah, base. they fired the first shots, yes, when they yeah. took the base. So, but the Union's initial purpose was indeed preserving the Union, not necessarily ending slavery, which is why it took two years into the Civil War yeah. before the Emancipation Proclamation. Because no, 100%. Lincoln, yeah, Lincoln was famously like, quoted as saying if we could win this war without ending slavery then i would and we'd solve it later now he was totally against slavery but he thought re- preserving the union was more important and slavery and he would he figured slavery would eventually dis- would eventually disappear over time it would phase out and he didn't <laughs> want to be considered a, a tyrant or a dictator but he knew the south would never join the union or stay in the union if the North insisted that slavery comes to an end, that's why he was willing to compromise because the, the Republicans, the brand new Republican party, which came from the Whigs believe that slavery would end itself over time. That's only, that's only partially accurate as far as them coming from the Whigs. Well, let's, uh, let's, let's, well, let's, yeah, they, let's, it wasn't just the Whigs. Let's yeah. move on. Let's move on from the slavery debate. We could have that as another topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but it, but it does, but it does actually like kind of touch on it because that's like even back then, what thirty years ago, it shows some of the wokeism and progressivism already in the schools, and that actually kind of like caters to my point um, that it's been going on for a long time now. As far as the oh, hey Rob, uh, who is the party of slavery? The Democrats. Oh, Democrats. The Democrats. Oh, hold on. Technically, it was the Democratic Republicans. Yes, yes, yes. And then the Republicans split off and joined with the remnants of the Whigs and another party that was so small. I don't yeah. even. So, I know what they're called. I can't remember right at this moment. I was just reading a book about Lincoln and building up to the okay, Civil War. I can't remember what it is. Education topic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so oh, I love history. <laughs> So it was it was it was always very clear um, in communist theory and Marxism that you had to get to the kids. Now, I think they went a slow route here in the U.S. That's partially why it like advanced so successfully is because they did start at the university. Yeah. But then as those people graduated, especially the education majors, and they started teaching then they slowly but surely started working the kids into it. So by, oh, the yeah. time, by the time, not all the kids were getting it, but by the time those kids got up there, then they there was like 10% were activists and then 20% were activists. Yeah. And then it just continued to grow um, with each preceding uh, group of kids to the point where everybody in academia now 
Um, even like I've even seen some crazy stuff coming out of like BYU. I mean, figure that out. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, figure that out. Yeah. You know, you what is the Mormon found? What was the Mormon religion founded on? Some well, crazy guy who went out and had some peyote and decided that God talked to him and presented him with some tablets that only he could read. Well, look <laughs> okay, at this yeah. latest thing at what BYU. You, you can't figure that one out. Look at this latest thing at BYU with the volleyball game and the one and the one uh, black woman the kid that who said, was serving. Get bigger, not get nigger. Well, oh, they were. Said she said every time she'd out. go to serve, he was claiming she was claiming that this guy was yelling racial slurs at him. Yet. Right. Nobody had any recording of it. Nobody backed her up. Nothing to show this. It was totally 100% falsified. It's like, yeah, and that was like that Wallace guy in the NASCAR and said yeah. that he had a noose and it was actually yeah. just the handle for the door. door wait, and, wait, wait. The and, biggest and, the and, biggest thing is uh, the just juicy smollier. Yeah, juicy <laughs> juice. But of course yeah. it's going to start at the universities because where do they teach these teachers that go into the elementary schools? They teach yeah, them at the uh, well, I mean, like get a university degree. Juicy Smoulier, where do you think he learned his liberalism at a liberal <laughs> arts college where he studied acting? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He wasn't very good at it. Well, but rewrite history to change, you know, and how do you do that? You teach the kids that history is wrong. Well, first you got to start tearing down statues. Well, yeah, but that that built up to you're teaching the kids that history is wrong and these people are evil and they're not good people. And then they go, well, why do we have statues of these people that are evil? Let's get rid of them. Let's mm-hmm. erase the history. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, these people are evil, but every single one of them were representative of the Democrat Party. So why don't we just get <laughs> rid of the Democrat Party instead? Because that's that's where the evil stems from. I mean... But because we have these teachers and the media and social media pushing the wrong, the wrong information, <clears throat> I mean, what what is the purpose for public education? To develop a productive workforce, to create to create an informed citizenry, and provide for social mobility. Now, so, am, am, am I wrong? Did it say anything in the Constitution about the government providing education for people? No, at I, the time it I did not. I don't think so. So I think it's one of those things that we need to just libertarianize and just like axe the federal government involvement out of it completely. God, I hate that word, well, libertarian. I, I, I honestly think it needs to go to the states. I mean, it's this country is founded on uh, weak federal government, strong state governments. Uh, I think the education system to the states. Now, I don't personally, I don't, I know you might disagree with Rob, but I don't have a problem with some of our federal taxes going to education, but I think it should go back to, they should be giving that to the states, letting the states decide on their education system and how to use those money. And and I think if they stop mugging the citizenry, the people that decide to have kids can afford to send their own kids to school. So here's what I got from... Or put take that money and let them choose where to send their kids. Here's what here's I mean, what I got from the, the 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 federal role in education from the U.S. Department of Education. Education is primarily a state and local responsibility in the United States. It is a states and communities as well as a public as public and private organizations of all kinds that establish schools and colleges, develop curricula, and to determine requirements for enrollment and graduation. The structure of education finance in America reflects this predominant state and local role of an estimated $1.15 trillion being spent nationwide on education at all levels for school year 2012 to 2013. A substantial majority will come from state, local, and private sources. This is especially true at the elementary and secondary level, where about 92% of the funds will come from, come from non-federal sources. So why is the federal... Why is the federal government even remotely getting involved in yeah they shouldn't the be and that, well yeah. and and the republican with the no child left behind that that's the funny thing is like the republicans actually added to the problem well and that's why i don't call myself a republican i'm conservative because i'm sick and tired of republicans making promises about less spending conservative programs and then they get into office and they get in there and it's liberal 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 spend 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 it drives me nuts i don't even like the word conservative personally 
I, I, I consider myself conservative, but I'm more constitutionalist. Yeah. Well, it's constitutionalist, conservative, conservative, constitutionalist. And I, and I believe in the constitution as it is written, not as some yeah. quack decides that it means like Ruth no. Ginsburg. No, I, I think having school choice would is huge. Uh, I mean, as you know, Rob, I have two six-year-olds that are in school now, so I'm paying my taxes to pay for the schools and I'm paying another 15,000 a year to send them to a private school because I don't believe in the public education system. Well, especially not in Washington state. Oh God. Yes. (laughs) And my my kids are in the Philippines where they're going to public school, but they pay for their public schooling. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing. If the if the public schools or if the if the state ends up requiring all school children to be to be vaccinated for uh, COVID, I am moving. I I don't care what's going on here. I will pack up the kids and I'll get the hell out of here. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I I see lots of lawsuits coming over all of that, but uh, what but what they've done was like ingenious by taking over the education system, though. Yeah, oh, it like, was absolutely. You, 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 I mean, to coin uh, Trump's phrase about draining the swamp, the reason he yeah. wasn't successful is because everybody working in government has some sort of degree, which means they graduated from some liberal university where they were brainwashed in leftism. So that's yeah. very- which is why we need term limits. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Not, ju- not just for elected officials, but for uh, public servants, period. Uh, federal employees should have a cap of 10 years if you want to serve beyond that you better get elected to office and then when you're elected to office i think you get your one or two terms in each office and a maximum of so you can't well the founders the founders never intended the founders never intended it to be career politicians no exactly that's why you went out it was people that went out, lived their lives, created something, and then wanted to make their country better. So they served. For yeah, a and few Congress, years. Congress was only originally in session for three months of the year. Yeah, amen. And it was. And then they went was, home and did their job, and then came and it, back when Congress was in session to make their laws and pass them. And intentionally, right. and, they oh, were and not the being paid. Yeah. They were not being paid so high that they could live on just that. They wanted them to go live their lives and make their money, and then come and serve. Right. And I think we should have the same mentality about uh, uh, teachers. If you want to teach yeah. a subject, you've got to go out in the workforce and like, you want to get a degree in education? Great. Well, it better be a minor because you need to go out and be successful in your field before you can teach it. Teach English, you better uh, publish something and get some sales or you're not going to be an English teacher and you better uh, uh, do some engineering Biology. if you want to teach math or you, you know what I mean? Uh, that if way you're going to do actual... gender studies, you better go take some fucking biology courses well, and but... do something in biology. Yeah, but no look doubt. At, I mean, you look better at work state... as a biologist, yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at the state of the education system in the U.S., though, even if you don't go political. Look how much money we're spending. We spend more than, what, pretty much every other country out there, and yet we have one of the lowest-rated education systems in the world now? Well, yeah. Okay, it's but because of, of that... administration. Okay, I'm, I'm going to say this, like, very clearly, though. A big part of that problem yeah. is the families. Yeah. No, I don't disagree with you. Because, like, and now, Grant, now, you know my ex-sister-in-law. I was not a big fan of her. But her general stories were about her problem kids would create a distraction. They'd pour, pull more kids into it. And when it was addressed with the parents, the parents would turn around and be like, well, why aren't you taking care of it? Yeah, no, no. When I, I, I was agree. in school, if I got in trouble at school, I got home and I got oh, my yeah. ass beat. Yeah. So well, not that. And the fact that they got rid of corporal punishment in all schools—that you can, the kids can get away with pretty much anything—and yeah, parents I, are to the point I, where they're scared cor- to do. Corporal I don't want punishment. corporal punishment in schools because yeah, all these administrators are idiots and sadistic fucks anyway. I well, the thing about corporal, but it, the, the thing about corporal punishment back then was. We had morals and we had yeah. values and we were trying to instill Judeo-Christian them on our children. Values. So if, yeah, like, well, 
I don't know anymore if they even do the Pledge of Allegiance before school starts. They like do not. They do not. So we used to. We, yeah. have, we take no pride in our country, and we do not pass that on to our children, and that is well, terrible. But the fact that the banning of corporal punishment went from the schools, which, okay, I can see that. I'm glad I never got my rear beat to hell in school. But they spread it to home, too, where if I if I went to spank my kid, there's a, CPS. I mean, there's a good chance that somebody sees that, that they might report that and I could lose my kids. Right. Well, and now like they're trying to I'm not abusing them. I'm not beating them. They're not coming to school bruised or anything. But if I want to spank my kid because they're misbehaving, because that's the way you get it to stick in their head, then mm -hmm. that's my choice. I mean, my dad used to spank the crap out of my ass when I would do something. And thank God he did because I needed it. Yeah, you know, I still love him as much as I, he's. He, I think he's one of the greatest guys I've ever known. I don't hate him for spanking my butt. I thank him. And that goes back to uh, Mussolini, where the government controls every aspect of your life. Yeah. So that's what you learn, what you can do to your kids. Yep. That's exactly it. It's it's the implementation of that fascism. Because again, yeah. I say fascism is extreme leftism, not extreme oh, yeah. right. Oh yeah. But the education system is teaching our kids that the right are the fascists and the Nazis and not teaching them what what the actual meaning is. Right, because then they're they themselves are going out being fascists. Cuz it's a bad think, word, so it's got to be the right. Yeah, it's, well it seems to me like like you said they've they've completely lost the definition of fascism. They they don't know what it what it means to be a fascist. Let's see I'll look it up right now the word fascism. So, well, okay, and then and then we need to break out, break down how they're actually like doing it to these uh kids. Um uh, well, I'm covering this, Brian. Pull up some of the like twisted books that they're putting in elementary schools. Oh, but, but a, a quick, but a but a quick, but a quick, a quick thought on the they're doing is like a math question from an actual book was something like um, Joe's a racist and he has this many of this minus this, and it's like. What the hell does this have to do with math? And then you get to English, and they're reading, uh, you know, Bob's new vagina, and you get to, yeah, I mean, that's like hyperbole, but still, I mean, that's the point. Um, you know, they get to science, and they like, you know, close the textbooks and start talking about gender theory, and like, so they're twisting even the core subjects uh reading writing arithmetic um and then forget it if you go into any of the um computer sciences and they spend all their time like working on uh leftist projects and like um i remember when i was working on uh uh, my master's, like at UAA, that's University of Alaska Anchorage. Yep, I was there. Teacher in a business accounting class, um, while he's teaching us how to do Excel, Excel formatting, he's like, This is how it looks under capitalism. This is how it would look under socialism. And it's like, What the hell does that have to do with accounting? Hmm. So, like, and, and, and they do that stuff all the way down to the bottom. Um, and then they also, like, from a very early age, like, start encouraging the, the kids to turn against their parents. You know, if your parents don't understand you, you can talk to us. Um, if something's wrong in the house, you can talk to us. And then they start, like, making, like, I, re I remember, like, I, I said in another episode, my brother got his ass beat one time. Um, but the teachers, like, after he was pulled out of school for a week, they pulled me aside and tried to get me to turn on my parents, and they tried to say that my parents were abusing me or neglecting me and stuff like that. I mean, they weren't neglecting me. We were just poor. Like, I had tattered clothes because we got everything from, like, the Goodwill throwaway bin, I guess. I don't know. Then you lived on a farm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we had a bad year, we had a bad year. Like, the pickings were slim, except for meat, because, you know, we could always kill something and eat it. 
And then right. if uh, we didn't have a lot of animals to spare, or you know, um, me, John, and my brother would head up into the mountains and go shoot something. Like, so there was always meat to eat, but like that didn't mean there was always money for school. So I always had hand me downs from my brother and a few times from my sister. Like, I remember Brad even making fun of me one time because I was wearing girls' jeans to school. <laughs> Hey, Rob, so some of those books that they're looking at banning, which I'm going to say I don't I, I hate the word banning books because I don't I don't think books should be banned. I think blocking it from elementary schools and saying it can be in a public school is <clears throat> it would be different. I, th- but, uh, I think what the, I don't think they should ban it, but there should be a yeah. requirement. No, I. I agree. I agree. And here, Other, otherwise, otherwise, why isn't Penthouse and Hustler and yeah. Letters to Forum no. in an elementary school library? It's not because there is such thing as age appropriate reading material. You know, but you know what else 100%. is not in any of the. You know what else is not in any of the public libraries or public school libraries? The Holy Bible. Yet there is a Quran. Yep. Ex- yeah. Exactly. And so, no. so here but I pulled he, up. I pulled up the the definition for fascism there's a couple of them which i'm not going to read uh well i'll read wikipedia's after i read uh the dictionary.com definition fascism let me know let me know republicans republicans are fascists let let me know if let me know if any of this from dictionary.com sounds like the left to you okay fascism is a system of government led by a dictator who typically rules by forcefully and often violently suppressing opposition and criticism, controlling all thousand IRS agents. Control, uh-huh. controlling FCI. all. Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> you know he loves talking over. <laughs> controlling all industry and commerce, and promoting nationalism and often racism. Does that not sound like the left? Yeah, exactly sounds like pretty left going to me, on right now. Building up the racism thing, minus minus the promoting nationalism because they are not promoting nationalism by bigger, any. stronger central government uh, pushing, trying to separate uh, people by spreading racism throughout mm. the nation, saying you're you're black, you're Asian, you're Hispanic, so so you're special, and everybody's trying to hold you down because of that. Instead of saying we're all equal. Yep. And they start Which is te- how I was raised. I was raised that you, by the whole uh, uh, Martin Luther King theory that judge someone by the their character and not by the color of their skin. And then right. all of a sudden, oh, wait, your, your skin is white, so you are a racist. I've never met you. I've never heard you talk, but your skin's white. That's all I need to know. It's like, what? It's hey like, Brad, you worked, you worked hey, Brad, you worked Hay Cruise with me and lawn mowing with me. Did it matter what color somebody was? Nope. They're either nope. a lazy piece of shit or a hard worker. Yeah. And let me tell you something. I said this might seem like a stereotype, but I tell you what, the Mexicans are some of the hardest working people I've ever met in my oh, life. Oh, amen. Amen. And, and so, white people now, are some of the laziest. No, yeah, <laughs> a lot of them are. A lot of them yeah. are working in retail management for twenty years. You see that all the time. Amen. You get some really good. I mean, I'm not going to say there's not some really good ones out there because there are some real. I get some really good kids in there. I get white, black, Hispanic, Asian, and you can get some really good ones in there. But there are so many of the younger generation that think that they just because they were born, they deserve everything. And it should just be handed to them. Not all, but a lot, a good portion of them, a high percentage of them. It no, just drives me crazy. You're right. You're 100% right. So, all right, Brian, give, give us a list of the, oh, by the way, um, absolutely everything you said, Brad, is the Democrat Party. And oh, I would yeah. say even nationalism is nationalized healthcare. They're trying to nationalize retirement. They're trying to yep. nationalize the education system. They're trying to nationalize the voting. They're trying to nationalize what you drive. They're trying to nationalize the manufacturing, telling people that they have to manufacture this year and half of that to, stuff so they can shut it off. They that's try to good, nationalize light bulbs. That's a good, compact that's, fluorescence. That's a good point. But isn't nationalism like uh, pride in your country and your nation? No, it's not. Nationalism is putting everything under the control of the government. Yeah, that is not to be confused with patriotism. Ah, that's a good point. 
So nationalism has nothing to do with patriotism. They, they keep saying that, like, Trump is a nationalist. Trump is not a nationalist. He's a patriot. Trump yeah. With He's a capitalist. With other countries, yeah. if it's a good deal for the United States and a good yeah. deal for the consumer. But well, here's the definition for trade. nationalism. Nationalism, noun, identification with one's own nation and support for its interests, especially to the exclusion or detriment of the interests of other nations. Okay, look up nationalization, not nationalism, nationalization. Well, I was talking about nationalism yeah. as far as fascism goes. Yeah, but I, but I, I you told me I was wrong. That the, 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 the word is wrong. Because it's not that na- I don't think I don't think even nationalism is the right word. I think nationalization is the right word. Well, this is like I mean, I this mean, is dictionary.com. So, I mean, but but, but look up nationalism. <laughs> I think that's going to cross the bridge. Let's see. All right. Well, while you look that up, Rob, the according to uh, insider uh, business insider.com, the six top banned books by conservative school districts, uh, Gender Queer, a memoir of Mia Kobabi. Go baby, all boys aren't blue by George M. Johnson. Uh, Lawn boy by Jonathan Evison. Uh, let's see, Out of Darkness by Ashley Hope Perez. Uh, let's see, Beyond Magenta, transgender teens speak out with uh, Kuklin. Now, I mean, the, when you they have all the descriptions of what is being what sure it it's is not here. supposed to be Kuklin. Yeah, she sounds <laughs> well, like a cuck. She sounds like a cuck to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's k-u-k-l-i-n Cuck- oh yeah Cuckland? see cuckland 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 isn't that what the cuckle how you spell the cucklebird yeah I, I have no idea cucklebird i don't know no idea but i mean the key point to all these when i was just skimming through the descriptions is a lot of it is getting really into sexual uh descriptions experiences even uh some of these are graphic novels where they're actually getting into uh, drawings of dis- drawings describing sexual encounters. I'm like, you know, I don't believe in banning books, but like you said, it should be age appropriate and putting these in el- elementary schools, junior highs, where these kids can actually get access to it are wrong. And I know I was listening to some stuff yesterday that was saying, well, they don't know this one girl doesn't know of any school district in the U in the U S that will not allow parents to go in and say, I don't want my kids to have access to these type of books, but having it in elementary school with these graphic things in there, they can't, I don't care if the librarian won't let them check it out. They can go over and they can pull these books out and start flipping through it in the library. And I don't want my six year old or, or even when they're 10 or 12 going in and seeing these graphic novels, I will explain to them, you know, the, what is i don't know it's just i don't know you're, you're, we should showing. be describing we should be explaining and we should be teaching our kids about sex education now basic biology and stuff into sex education i don't have a problem if they give us a description of this is what we're going to be teaching here's the material do you do we have your permission to do that absolutely but these books are getting too graphic these books should be in maybe in a public well, people anybody could go in and do it but not in a public school library absolutely you're 100 right that is exactly what we're we're supposed to be putting our children on the right path if you want to teach my children how a child is made that's fine but all you, right, you so, don't go okay, and teach just, my children about I, I how throw, men and I women can... little, i want to throw it a little back back a little bit yeah devil's you advocate know, go for it so so um the number one, the number one banned book. Do you know what the number one banned book is? Nationalization and uh, nationalism. Nineteen eighty-four. Orwell. It is not in any public school in the United States. Nineteen eighty-four. Yep. Well, that's interesting. That shouldn't well, be banned. I don't see a reason why that well, needs to be banned. I lost uh, you for a sec. Because it has the Democrats' blueprint in it. I, I lost you for. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> So um, my wife tried to call me and it dropped me. uh Um, So uh, but if you jump back to 2001, the top 10 most challenged books, Harry Potter by J.K. Rowling for Satanism. Why is that? By John Steinbeck for racism. Yeah. Yeah. War by uh, by Robert Cormier for offensive language and violence. 
I know why the caged bird sings by Maya Angelou. Summer of my German soldier. Racism. Catcher in the Rye, J.D. Salinger. Oh, God. <laughs> Alice by Philip Reynolds. Go Ask Alice. Fallen Angels. And Blood and Chocolate. So funny how it's like, it, it's flipped. The left was all over banning books. Meanwhile, they're trying to push perversion in there. Um, okay, so the other problem that I have with the left being in charge of the schools is the group that's basically running the schools is the group that spent 20 years defending NAMBLA and their right to publish pedophilic material. Oh, so now yeah. they're actually putting pedophilic books not just in the libraries, but trying to put it in the curricula as well. I don't understand where your pushback is. Where my pushback? Saying, we're, yeah, we're saying that these books shouldn't be uh, accessible to minors. Right. Where's your Where's your pushback? No, my my. It, point it sounds is. like you're agreeing with what we're saying. No, I do agree. It's not even a pushback. I, w I was just presenting the, the, the left viewpoint that they were actually banning books that they just deemed racist instead of actually like teaching a lesson about racism so they could control the conversation. Right. And, well, I think that started when they decided that they weren't going to put the Bible in the schools. Right. I mean, so and the, and the funny thing is, is the the separation of church and state had nothing to do with the schools because the government was not supposed to be that involved in school. And the separation of church and state was that the government isn't supposed to create its own church. Yeah, there's not supposed to be a church of uh, church of USA. There's a there's a reason why America was founded one oh. nation under God. Right. We are a Christian, Christian nation. Yeah, Sorry, guys, you lost it. We just didn't we just didn't want another Anglican church. Right. And I don't think that the church should be involved in government. And when Trump started saying that uh, the churches could, uh, you know, uh, donate to political uh, parties, I said, that's a bad, that's just terrible. Well, here's, bad here's the thing I don't churches. have a problem with that because churches, if, if you're going to if you're going to let uh, people that run businesses donate to political parties, people that run churches, churches should be well, able to donate too. Well, guys, here's, here's churches, churches should have to pay taxes as well. Hey, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I lost signal because my wife tried to call me a couple times and I had to figure out how to get back in. But here's the thing about churches. There is no ban on churches in schools by the federal, by the Constitution. What they mm -hmm. ban is the federal, is the uh, federal government from establishing a church like England. Right, did, that's what the we were Church saying. of England. Yeah, and yeah, the Anglican no Church with that church the King schools. of England is the head of. Yeah, I have no problem with church in schools. I, I have a problem with the with the federal government saying get the churches out of the school. Yeah, but if you have church if you have church in school, then the leftists can't turn your kids into perverts. Oh, right. know, which is why now when you got this Jewish school in New York, they're trying to force them into having uh, LGBTQ clubs. It's well, it's like, like the, no, you can't do that because that goes against their religious belief, which they have. Well, it goes back yeah. to that one football coach here in Washington that was that one has just won his lawsuit because yep. he was kicked. He was kicked out, fired because he tried to he take a knee after a game. Yeah. When I was coached, when my brother, my brother coached high school football up in Anchorage, and then I, him and I coached some junior high football for boys and girls club. We would we would try to just say thank you, God before or after a game and they came out and said you can't do that on the field you you cannot lead a prayer on the field so we said you know what guys we cannot lead a prayer if you guys want to go over and say a prayer we can come over and join you after you start but we cannot do it and they even had a problem with that it's like we're not forcing anyone to do it and we yeah, tell there, the players that is constitutionally protected yeah yeah no i i understand from that one case that was just one and you see, you see, here's the problem, though. You gave an inch by saying, okay, I can understand that. You gave an inch, and what they wanted to do 
was take a mile. It's, it, you can't, you no, can, no, yeah. you cannot negotiate with these people. You They're terrorists. Firm. You don't negotiate you, with terrorists. You got well, to yeah, stand but... firm, and just like this whole, a lot of conservatives are like, "Oh, I don't care," or libertarians are like, "I don't care what you do in the privacy well, of your own home. Just don't push it on me." And Brett, here's the, the key thing with the one we're doing is with Boys and Girls Club. They're a private organization. If they want to, if they don't want us to pray, that's I, in my opinion, that's their choice. Well, what my brother and I finished out the year, we haven't gone back to Boys and Girls Club. My brother is trying to start a new Christian sports league up in Anchorage, mm-hmm. which there is one that a buddy was doing, but he's looking at starting another one up in the valley, up in Wasilla, Eagle River. So I think a pretty easy rule would be um, if you get federal dollars, free speech. Yeah. Anywhere, anywhere. So, yeah, but but that being that being that being said, that being said, if that Jewish school takes federal dollars and kids want an LGBT club, they get it. If they're not taking federal dollars, then they can say no. Yeah. Does that make sense? If you're a private organization, you so, can't take money from the government. You're no longer private. You're government funded. So then you're yeah. taking. So then you're taking away their constitutional right to freedom of religion. Okay, if they're taking money from the government, they're no longer a private religious institution. They're now a federal entity because they're receiving federal funds. That's, that's that good, distinct line. You got to draw draw a line. That's a good point. In private and public. If you're getting money from the government, you're public. You're 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 not private anymore. You're public. So then, okay. So then, if you get school choice, right? And then you you decide you want to take that voucher to a private school. That school is no longer private. I'm talking about federal dispersed funds. Not. I'm not talking about school choice. I'm talking to directly. Where's the money, where's the money from school choice coming from? Huh? Where's the money from school choice coming from? Oh, there's like okay. a million different laws that they pass that get that funnel federal money into the schools for computers and for this and for that. If the yeah. schools are taking part, and then, of those, and then if you and then if and then if your kid happens to break uh, uh, one of these computers or whatever, then they want to charge you for it, even though your taxpayer dollars had already paid for it. That's but that's what I'm talking about at a private school. It's not taxpayer funded. It shouldn't be. No, and then you but set I'm your saying, rules because like, you're yeah, a private company. But that's that's the thing. That's the thing with the, the money should follow the kid. So if you take your kid out of a public school, put him in private, they should have a certain amount of money that each kid is worth that goes to, you know, every child is worth like this they, much. Wherever like they go, that money Arizona. goes to. That money should go to. That creates competition because the, now the parent could say, this one is teaching the kids like I want my kids to be teached or should be taught. So I'm sending my kid there and they can go a couple of years there and go, you know what? This isn't working for me. I'm going to go over to this other school, which is, which has a uh, uh, system that I think will work better. I'm going to take them over there now. Like, okay. I so, like this, then, I like this school because they don't teach LGBTQ plus divided by sign ampersand tilde that goes above the N in the Spanish fucking words. <laughs> Okay, but do you want them to present that option if they're also presenting the Bible? Yes. Yeah, if I want my kids to learn the Bible because they're going to a Christian school now, a Christian private school, then that should be my choice because that's my beliefs. And if you're sending your if you're sending your kid to a Christian school, you know that that's their beliefs. Like if I send my kid to a Jewish school, I expect them to be studying the Torah and and uh uh jewish traditions i can't be like oh you're teaching my kid jewish traditions and which i would get into a jew i, I knew going into that that they were going to be yeah. okay uh, so i have i have a solution get rid of public schools it's all private they get vouchers but the parents decide what school that they go to yeah. and the schools decide what is allowed in their school if they're a religious institution, then they can ban. And this is just voucher money. They don't get to take other federal grant money if they're a private institution because yeah. we'll no longer have public schools. Mm-hmm. They, no, will need I... to bu- they will need to budget how much they need to make uh, per student, and it gets capped at. And they need to decide if they're going to write off the difference if they charge their rich clients more 
then they do their public clients, but that's fine. And then the teachers get to decide, or the parents get to decide, oh, this is traditional Christian values, I'm going here. This is woke-ass brainwashing. I want my kids brainwashed because I'm not going to take the time to do it myself. So... Now I but see, get the, gov- sort of get I the government the out, out of it. Let yeah. the private market do it. Everything in existence is done better by the private market because what does not what does not work goes away in the private market. In the I agree. In the free market. That goes back to what I was saying at the beginning. I think taxing people for education is one thing, but I think that money should be attached to the students. So now you have competition. So that money goes wherever the students go. Let the states decide how they're going to educate their children or local communities. I don't want. And then it and then it incentivize then it incentivizes the schools to hire good teachers to promote the values that the the parents want. I mean, one of. Other than the whole political thing with public schools, one of the biggest issues is administration. They have more administration. They have teachers, which is why the cost of education is so flipping high, because everything is going to administration, where there should be small administration, lots of teachers, lots of classrooms, smaller classes. Now that's one reason private schools does so much better. No school board unions. It doesn't have to do with the brainwashing, but I opinion on it do you think yeah. the US, with all the bullshit going on with all these and personally i think these shooters are being funded by liberals until somebody explains to me how this uh, out of work 18 year old got four thousand dollars worth of guns and ammunition oh gosh man oh, you could he, he worked at denny's or wendy's for uh Dude. for a long time and saved up his money man that is a whole nother subject is anyway we can go into what's the cause of this which i think one of the biggest causes is the fatherless homes Okay, but my question is, do you think we should do what Israel does? In Israel, where the kids are targets of terroristic acts, teachers are required to be armed and trained to stop somebody trying to harm the kids. I'm down with that, but I think the problem is is that you're not going to have... Basically, what you're doing is creating soldiers out of teachers. I'm I'm okay with that, too. And what I'm saying is... Being but, how the political environment is right now that we have, we're going to have a lot of teachers that aren't okay with that and aren't going to want to. And that's I fine, too. Well, but here, they but should here, allow here, teachers. Here's one point. It will get rid of all the woke teachers. Mm-hmm. I think they should allow volunteer teachers that want that want to be armed to ha- take special training for that situation. And they should be allowed to have a gun safe, a gun lockbox you know, somewhere in their room that only they have a combination for. So if something like I want uh, like Yavoldi happens, that teacher could have gone into his gun safe, pulled out the gun while the and and then defended his students. But I think he should have background checks and special education for those teachers that want to do this. The only way he's the only way he's gonna be able to get the only way he's gonna be able to get that gun is through a background check in the first place. Well yeah, so, yeah. there's a lot I mean, of laws that aren't being followed which we could go into. They, they keep wanting to make new laws, but how about enforcing the laws they already have? Well, the, the shooter in Uvalde had already been yeah. contacted by the FBI oh, and I he know. still managed to get two Daniel defense. I know you're, you're never going to be able to stop it. You're never going to totally be able to stop it. No, but here's but, the thing. They could have yeah. stopped that. Yeah. Because it wasn't that long, but just like the shooter up in Buffalo. No, I he agree. Had been, he had been, there should have been red flags for the Buffalo shooter and the Uvalde shooter. And then you can go into the failure of the police department in Uvalde as well, because they stood around for 74 minutes doing nothing. Yep. Well, the guy, I think, I think though, I think though we need to do another show on red flag laws and the constitutionality of those because of the fact that it is preemptively taking action against somebody who actually hasn't done anything wrong yet. And that, that can be so abused, man. Your neighbor could call on you saying this and this, and they will take your guns before they ask you a question. And they can keep those guns for a certain amount of time. Now, say that woman is has an abusive husband who's trying to, you know, that she's worried is going to kill her. 
that they're getting a divorce. Now, all of a sudden, her, he calls in, says something, she has her guns taken away, and he can go in and do something. There's a lot of things about red flag logs we can get into that you know would be hours long. <laughs> yeah, and let's not forget the new Visa, MasterCard, and all these credit companies that yeah. want to have a new uh, merchant category, categorization code added to their billing so that they can know who's buying what guns and ammo. Yeah. It's, pay I mean, cash, pay that's, cash. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. uh, again, like you said, that's a whole other, <laughs> we could do three or four we, episodes. Oh, just easily, gun, easily. Gun violation. <laughs> so. Okay, guys, we got about four and a half minutes left here on uh, um, on our episode. So, uh, Brian, it, it it was your it was your topic to start off with. You want to like hammer home your uh, final thought? Well, my my final thought is the education system is broken. I mean, it is totally broken. We've got to come up with new ideas on how to change it and to fix it. For too long, one political party has been slipping into the educational system, starting out like you said at the university level and teaching the next generation of teachers to push their ideals instead of just education and teaching our kids. So they, they go into the elementary school, start our kids at kindergarten and start working their way up to believe like they do. And if somebody, even your parents or your brother or your sister or your, or your uncles believe differently than you and spew some ideas that you don't like to report them. That's how Nazi Germany, that's how rush, you know, the Soviet union, that's how Mao and the, in the uh, Chinese uh, got going is by getting people to turn on others it, and they're teaching this in the education system it, we need to figure out other ways to educate our children that work because this education system is not working and people are finally being woken up to it because the kids are being forced to do this at home because of the pandemic so it's kind of backfired on the liberals in a lot of ways that's a good point i say that we need to keep I, th I think we need to keep politics out of the school unless Amen. you're in you're in high school and you're taking political sciences or or college. Uh, we need to stick with teaching our kids good proper history, math, reading, and science, and that's it. We politics has no business being in it. Health has no business being involved until later on in life, and the parents need to be involved with what's being taught in the health studies classes and sex ed it, it should always be up to the parents and we just we just need the federal government out of our out of our schooling system and leave our kids alone well we should have them out of our life yeah and i think and i think i was pretty clear in my belief that i think there shouldn't be public schools i think it should be free market all schools should be privately held organizations uh, we do need to watch for like, well, I mean, it, the market would eventually get rid of the schemers and the scammers too. Um, I'm okay. I, I'm okay, sort of okay with the voucher program uh, funding this, but we need to just get rid of public schools because it's the one thing that we all know is that government does everything badly. So the government should not be involved in the most important aspect of society, which is what our kids are learning. Um, if you go to a free market really quick, the kids that aren't learning any reading, writing, and arithmetic um, can't would uh, real quick uh, go out of business, uh, no matter how pink haired their students are. And the schools that are actually like teaching the, the, the core principles, the core fundamentals, and actually getting results would get results. Um, we also need to figure out how to get the parents re-engaged. But I think the absolute perfect solution for everything that's wrong is we just need to have everything that's uh, being taught on the sex, edu sex education front um, decided by that little kid from uh, kindergarten cop. You know, the one that's girls have uh, boys have a penis, penis girls, have, girls a have a vagina <laughs> that's who should be uh, so true that's who should be writing the curriculum for the um for the uh sex education sex classes. yeah so anyways but yeah i just think it, it, it's just another example of when the government's involved in it it's a mess i also don't think that we should have 
I, I, I'm not even a big fan of our military, but I can, not the soldiers, don't get me wrong. I think we should have a military, but it should be private. Not oh, now. I don't know about private military. That's the one thing I, I, I agree with the federal government doing. No, I don't. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it was a great show, guys. Thanks. Um, we'll catch you guys on the next episode. We got some more rants coming and uh, got some other ideas for some good content. And then I'm going to be um, traveling for about a month and I'm going to have a lot of time on my hands. So we've got a lot of good content coming for you as we go forward. Uh, thanks so much for joining us, Brad and Brian. Thanks for joining in on the conversation. Absolutely. Uh, Rate us. And if you can figure out how to comment, comment. Absolutely. Yes, and we'll figure out how to read them. And, 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 and make and make sure make sure that you're uh, sharing us with your friends, with your family, whether they're left, whether they're right. Um, as you see, we, we, we try and touch on what thinking, even if we think they're crazy and we think they're evil. Um, do try and include their point of view. So maybe if uh, some leftists were to listen to our show, they'll realize just how bad shit they are. Anyways, have a good and night, maybe guys. Some of your... If some of your leftist friends want to come in and maybe have a chance to chat with us and we can argue or debate, go for uh, it. Healthy, friendly debate, please feel free to ask. We'll we'll send you the invite. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Have a good night, guys. Good night, man. Good night.